The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, black, bank shot, go! <laughs> and they say the big guys oh, can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? <laughs> Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams it in! <laughs> Finky slams it in! Here's the Kenny hey, battle drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Big Ten Basketball in this January evening. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate here with you from courtside at the State Farm Center. Tonight, the Iowa Hawkeyes taking on the Fighting Illini. One of these teams going to come away with their first Big Ten win of the season. Iowa 9-9 nine and nine overall. The Illini are at 10 and 7 overall, but Iowa 0 and 5 in the conference. The Illini 0 and 4. Hope you're doing well. The weather's going to get a little wacky before we're all said and done, so take the proper precautions, but come on out because these two teams are geared up to get their first win. Good evening to you, Lauren. How Good are evening. you? You know, Illinois beat this team a couple times last year, and, and uh, at that point they had Peter Jock, and uh, not the case this year, and yet. They're not as good as they were last year. Yeah, and by and large, a younger team last year that should have grown into yeah. in the next level, and something is missing, even though you look at the stats. They're pretty good at rebounding. They're, in Big Ten play, really good three-point shooting team. They give up too many shots. They give up. This has been the case of Iowa for 20 years. They give up too many easy shots. Their defense is not what it should be. And that's that's been their always been their problem. Even those great teams back in, in the 80s when Lou Henson was coaching, we always knew that if, if the guys were hitting, they were going to get good shots. And the thing about getting good shots is, soon as soon as you hit a couple, then you get hot. That's what most teams do. Well, and Illinois certainly looking to get hot shooting-wise. They've had some cold stretches. You think back to the Minnesota game more than a week ago in that first half. You think of the what happened in the second half against Michigan. Still a team that's trying to put together two consistent halves. Well, it's, that's always the tough part because <laughs> the game's 40 minutes, and, and uh, the talent level here is just not quite what it needs to be, and, and I kept, keep saying that. I mean, we don't, when you don't have anybody really score, uh, the, the main scorer, of course, has been Black, and he's solid, but he's been sick, and that hurt him in the trips to Michigan and Minnesota. And the rest of the team, the guys are too inconsistent in, in terms, when you only average five, six, seven points a game, that's just not enough. Indeed. Well, the flu bug has been going through this team as well. Brad Underwood talking about that yesterday. All but about three players have been affected, so Remains to be seen who's going to be ready to go tonight at full strength. Trent Frazier, Mark Smith, and Cameron Liss out shooting right now. We've seen a few others, a few we haven't seen out there yet. We'll see who is available. But several things to get to here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Kent Brown's going to join us here in just a moment. Also hear from Greg Eboig-Bodine. we got our keys to the game. 
Coming up later, Brian Barnhart talks with Jamal Walker in the coach's corner. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois retirement specialist. Back in a moment. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Courtside at the State Farm Center, it's Illinois and Iowa tonight. Scott Beatty here alongside Lauren Tate and Sports Information Director Kent Brown has joined us as well. And if you'll permit us for just a moment to give ourselves a quick pat on the back, we are proud to let you know that today it was announced by the university, Kent, that the contract to air these ball games on our airways has been extended for the next four years, right? And That's correct. Yeah, Scott, very excited that uh, we're able to continue a long-time partnership with uh, the WDWS and WHMS stations here where Illini fans in Champaign-Urbana uh, have come to you know, find uh, Illini events. That's the home for Illini events on the radio, local radio here and, and is our flagship station. And and uh, so we announced that today, a four-year agreement between uh, Learfield Sports and, and the News Gazette Media Group. And uh, we've been a part of a partner with Learfield since 2012. And uh, so they kind of run our, our uh, coordinate our, our network. Uh, but, uh, you know, this has been, uh, this was a year that the contract came up and and I'm very happy to be able to extend that here with, with News Gazette Media. Uh, have there, were there any changes made in, in terms of uh, the, the number of sports that will be broadcast, that sort of thing? How? I don't think so. I mean, you know, we've uh, it's, it's pretty much everything, you know, football, men's and women's basketball, volleyball, baseball, and selected softball games. And so that's pretty much where we were at this last, this last agreement uh, as well. You know, well over 150, probably closer to 170 events uh, a year, depending on postseason and yeah. all the, the the things that happen, conflicts and stuff like that. But uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of events, and uh, it, you know, the uh, the local our fans here in Champaign-Urbana, it's, it's very uh, we're very fortunate to have stations like this be able to cover us on a regular basis like that. Well, some people would pop champagne or something, but Ed Bond's going to have an extra bag of popcorn tonight to celebrate. <laughs> exactly right. He deserves it. He deserves the popcorn. I see he's got some new gear here, so he's, he's fresh enough. He's going to be fresh tonight uh, here sitting on the court side, so good for him. Uh, one last thing before I before I jump off here. Oh, sure. You know, fans who come in tonight, uh, the, the Manny Jackson basketball home. We just reformatted the video display in there to make it a little more fan friendly and, and easier to use. I'd like, you know, hopefully fans get a chance maybe before the game or at halftime or whatever, get a chance to, to check it out. There's some great videos on there, some information about the Illinois basketball history, former players, teams, pictures, things like that. We're going to keep adding to that, uh, but this is a brand new format. This will be the first game it's been unveiled, so we're, we're uh, looking forward to just seeing what people think about it and any feedback they can. I'm curious to go check it out because I, I really think it was well put together already. Do you, are you a part of the creative design process and all that? Or you, I mean, obviously the who's in it and, and the well, information. The is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I we were there's several of us who were part of the process from the very beginning on that thing because it's it's there's a lot of historic parts to that. The video display though is really kind of the crown jewel of that area. And, and it just didn't work very well for the first year. And so we went back to the group and said, guys, we have got to change how this is laid out. It's, it's kind of clunky. It doesn't refresh fast enough. And so we, we've, we've beefed up the computer speed on it. We, we divided it up a little differently. 
and uh, and made it just an easier, more I think better user experience for people who want to do it. So I, I encourage you know our fans who are able to come tonight or any future games, take a look at that and, and uh, you know get a sense of some of the historic stuff. We're going to keep adding to it. We're going to you know add like buzzer beater shots and stuff like that as we go through. And so there's now that we have a, a format that we really like, we're going to keep adding to it. Kent, one last question before you go. Uh, report that uh, Lucas might not play tonight. Are you up on that at all? Or? Well, there is a report about that. I, and I I'm not going to confirm or deny it. Has it okay. been? Has it been? I haven't seen anything about that. But I'm seeing it confirmed. Yeah, but uh, you know, sometimes things happen, and and so uh, we'll we'll see. We'll wait for a coach to make his announcement. Okay. Or not make an announcement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true SID. <laughs> we'll know for sure after 40 minutes of game, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. You may know before that if, if something were to change, but yeah. uh, anyway. Anyway, we're very excited about News Gazette uh, Media and uh, continuing our our longtime partnership. We work very closely, obviously, with the with the sports writers and also with all the radio group uh, on a regular basis. Uh, you guys are very nice about getting our coaches and athletes on, and and I think we work very closely of, of trying to 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 get our our story out, uh, oftentimes through through your airwaves, and and so. Very happy to have that uh, continue. Well, we're grateful and uh, proud to be uh, carrying the Illini for several years to come and looking forward to working more together, Kent. All right, Scott. That's Kent Brown, head sports information director here at the University of Illinois. Well, one guy you're probably likely to see tonight on the floor after his last two ball games is Greg Eboy Bodine. After tallying no more than two points in any other game this season, he scored 19 in his last two on 9 of 10 shooting. Young big man from Nigeria is sharing how he's developed over the last month and whether he's better at basketball or soccer. And we'll also hear here from Brad Underwood as he tells us what Ebo brings to the floor. Hands to Williams, all the way into the basket. Back to Ibuengbedin for the layup, and it's good. Ibuengbedin making a difference in this game, and it's 29-13. Here is Williams, double team, lob to Ibuengbedin, got three, and Ebo slams it in. I've learned a lot of stuff, uh, how to be physical, be aggressive, uh, especially on the ball screen, how to play a good post defense, um, how to be our, our defense, our defense, we have to, how to help your guys. You, you don't have to like fall asleep. You have to like flow with the ball, how the ball moves and stuff. So I've learned a lot of stuff on defense, offensive, offense-wise too, yeah. Do you feel like you've turned a corner in terms of your knowledge and understanding that this means more minutes for you going forward, more confidence out there? Well, uh, it's been challenging for me earlier on, but um, with the more playing, playing through my mistakes, I've learned a lot of stuff. And um, I'm still learning, actually. Uh, it's, a long way, it's a long way for me to go, and uh, there's uh, a lot of room for improvement. Uh, I just hope to keep on getting better on the court in practice and uh, try and uh, have my teammates win as much as many games as we can going forward. You have friends and family in Nigeria that are Illini fans now? Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, uh, in the summer, my, my, my parents, yeah, they, they send a lot of uh, Illini jerseys to them. So uh, I wish they can't they can watch the game, actually, but I do like keep them updated about the games and stuff. How much do people pay attention to college basketball? Oh uh, well, I say it's not really, it's really not big like that. They don't, they don't know much about college basketball. Basketball is not really a big uh, sport over there, so they, they, they don't know a lot. NBA, NBA, not less. They, they, they really don't. It's got to be soccer, right? Yeah, soccer is a really big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Eboy Bodine actually was a soccer player first in Nigeria and says his basketball skills don't match those he has on the pitch. 
This is my fourth year of playing uh, basketball, so I have a lot of uh, experience playing soccer. I've played soccer for like 16 years of my life, so I feel like I'm still a, a better soccer player. But Ebo, as he's known, says soccer helps his basketball game. I like to run the floor a lot. I mean, yeah, that, that really helped me. Uh, I don't know if anyone watched the Michigan game, you'll see uh, I, I, I saved some ball with my legs and stuff like that. It just helped me like use all my body to uh, defend the ball. Head coach Brad Underwood says he has new comfort with Eboy Bodine on the floor, who adds a big value. We need his shot block. His athleticism allows us to be more aggressive on the defensive side on the perimeter. And then when you, when you rim run like he does off ball screens, you have to account for that. Everybody that we're, we're getting ready to play has to account for Greg sprinting to the front of the rim as fast as he does. If he catches it, he's going to dunk it. And so now you've got to account. Maybe that'll make it easier for three-point shooters to, to make shots. So uh, the game's about spacing on offense, and Greg helps us on, on the offensive end because he's, he, sets, he sets great screens, and then he's so fast he just sprints to the rim. Looking for a curler, hands it off. Frazier back to Boigbedeen. Put a slam done. Well, there's the highlight of the first half for Illinois. Boigbedeen. So we'll see what comes with Greg Eboy Bodine tonight. We just learned that, in fact, Tijon Lucas will not be playing tonight for violating team rules. Will nothing, not be dressed, right. Uh, not, nothing specified beyond that. Nothing about the length of how long he will not be playing. Could be just tonight. Could be longer. We don't know. Brad Underwood will likely address that after the ball game. But no Tijon Lucas tonight for Illinois. I would presume, haven't seen a starting lineup, but I presume that means Trent Frazier would for sure get a start again. Who, who has been, yeah, who has been starting there anyway. Yeah, indeed. All right, Lauren and I will get you keys to the game when we come back. It's Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Illinois and Iowa tonight. Somebody's going to get a Big Ten win. Let's get to our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by the Pella Window Store. Lauren. Illinois-Iowa games are generally looser games. Iowa likes to run. Iowa likes to, uh, both ends of the court. They want to do it quickly. And I, I'd say the key for Illinois is stopping their fast break, to stop their breakaways, because they're going to try to get down the court quick and score. And defend that three as well. They like to put yep. them up, and they've been they shooting do. 42% in conference play. I, I, I keep asking for it. Two good halves. Not one good half and one bad half. Two good halves, or even two better than okay halves. You know, two pretty good halves. I think Illinois probably comes away with a victory with probably, that. Probably, although you never know how the other team's going to shoot. Tijon Lucas in street clothes tonight. We'll see how that impacts this whole thing, along with the flu that's been going through the team as well. Our keys to the game are brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The other Big Ten game coming up tonight, Maryland and Ohio State. That's the only other conference game tonight. Coach's Corner with Brian Barnhart and Jamal Walker is next, and then more from the State Farm Center on Fighting Illini Game Day.
The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show rolls on. I'm Scott Beatty. Time now for the Coach's Corner as we get set for Illinois and Iowa, a Big Ten matchup at the State Farm Center. Tonight, Brian Barnhart, the voice of the Illini, visits with assistant coach Jamal Walker from the Illini. It's brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brewhouse. Here's Brian and Jamal. Coach, uh, good to be back at it again. I know we've the team's been battling some illness, so... Uh... Hopefully everybody can get through that okay. Yeah, we've, we've dealt with a little bit as far as uh, the flu bug and some other, other little viruses that's kind of gone through our program. And, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, taking care of our bodies. And, you know, it's kind of been an epidemic, not only in our program, but just sound like across the country. So um, I just pray for those people, who, you know, got to take, take care of themselves. And uh, I'm just kind of thankful, actually, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news. That's good news so far. Uh, taking on an Iowa program uh, coming in here. They're looking for a Big Ten win. When you look at it, uh, Coach was talking about this with me a little earlier today, about you look at a lot of their stats, it's hard to see how they haven't won a Big Ten game yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a difficult league. I can answer that. I mean, you, you, there, there's been multiple. I mean, obviously, I'm a little bit more experienced. I've been in this league, you know, going on my sixth year. And, you know, I've seen teams get off to not, not great starts and, and actually play well. Um, the the, the opportunity for every game is very difficult. You saw that last night with, with the Rutgers and Michigan State. Teams continue to get better. Uh, it's a dogfight in league play. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll get their fair share, and as we will, we will as well. And hopefully tonight we get off to our, get, get off the, our start, our streak. Yeah, well, we started well in the last game, uh, the first half, uh, unlike the game before. But as you guys always talk about, it's got to be 40 minutes. Yeah, it's got to be consistency. I mean, that's where we've been saying around here for a while. Uh, you know, Brad. Brad is stressed out a lot, and and we haven't got it consistently. I, there's various reasons. I think we allow too many things to creep in our head. We get a little doubt at times, and I think Coach talked about it. Our swagger um, to win, win grains, especially on the road. Our execution has got to tighten up, both on offense and defensive end, and the effort that we play with, especially how we play, has got to be consistent. So the word, of the, you know, the word of the day is consistency. Well, if you give an E for effort, uh, E. Boigbedine. Greg certainly brings that to the table when he's in there. Yeah, he brings a great energy about him. He, he plays with uh, – you can tell when he's in the game because you, the speed of the game changes. You know, just, uh, his activity is great. We, want, we need to continue to get that. But, again, he's got to become consistent uh, to, to – and he has, especially in practice, and that's the production in the games. So what about the Iowa Hawkeyes stands out? Their length, does that be one? Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're one of the probably bigger teams, uh, if not the biggest team in our league. Uh, really, I I really appreciate the, the improvement that uh, Tyler Cook has made as a player. Um, obviously, he's a good player, but he's improved. Uh, proved the free throw line. He's improved his numbers and improved his consistency. His conditioning's better. Um, I think that's good. I think he's a really, really terrific player, if not one of the better forwards in our league. Yeah, now, Moss had 25 in their last game. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a team that last year played, they, they, they had a senior in jock. And it's an adjustment period. I've talked about that a couple of times with some of, some of my scouts. The, the ability to adjust, to, uh, it takes a while for certain teams to adjust, especially when you got such a marquee player of a, of a Peter Jock on your program. Uh, for other guys to step up and understand that role of being kind of the marked man on a, on, a, on a scouting report. So I think those guys have adjusted to that, you know, uh, are trying to adjust to that as well as we are. So it would be interesting. We'll take a break. We're on the Coach's Corner tonight, Illinois and Iowa, coming up shortly. And this is the Coach's Corner. Jamal Walker has the scout for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Nicholas Bear is a name that we remember from last year. Yeah, uh, I, again, a guy who's really worked his way. He's a former walk-on, plays with great energy, plays with great motor. You can tell he seems like a great teammate. 
I think he plays uh, with a great energy about him that, that's infectious to his team when he gets it going, when he's deflecting balls and he's really good on the press, then he really affects their, uh, really impacts their team. Bohannon's a sophomore uh, in, by, by class, but in reality he's an older guy because he started every game last year at the point guard. Uh, he started every game this year. Uh, great three-point shooter off the bounce and catch, and he, and he really spearheads them, uh, judging by his you know, assist uh, numbers, that he's very valuable to those guys, not only scoring the ball, but passing as well. Then there are some names that I don't recognize from before. Daly uh, is a newcomer. You've got Garza who's in there, uh, Creener's in there, and uh, Nunji. Yeah, Macy Daly actually played last year. He played a little bit. He? He's okay. a sophomore. He just didn't play a lot of minutes. Uh, he played the first time we played him. Uh, in here in Champaign where we played a pretty good game and he threw him in there. But uh, you got Luca Garza is a really good big guy. He's actually started a lot of my games. I, ex I expect him to start tonight 6'10", plays with a lot of energy as well. Not a great athlete, but a really tough, competitive kid and very skilled for his size. This is a uh, team program for Ann McCaffrey. They like to push the ball. I think the tempo, the, the, one of the top upper tier tempo teams in the league, right, over the years? Yeah, they always have been. I, I tried to explain that to to our players, uh, like I said, been in the league for a while, the pace in which they play, it, it doesn't show on the film. You, you, it's one of those things where you got to kind of be there, and I tried to explain it to the uh, the guys who are currently new guys, and I've been trying to tell the older guys who have been here to try to explain it to those guys that, hey, hey, he's right. You know, those guys can play with a great pace. Uh, they advance past the ball really well. Their bigs are, you know, they play five, six bigs, so they'll rotate those guys to get the pace that they need. Do you anticipate them switching defenses on yeah, us? Yeah, I mean, Iowa's Iowa, man. With Fran, <laughs> Fran hasn't changed. They're going that one-two-two. They'll play two-three zone. They'll play man. They'll they'll change it up. They're trying to disrupt your rhythm. Uh, we got to good do a good job of, of, of recognizing what we need to be in. Uh, have great spacing. Have great ball movement, and take uh, take good shots on the back end of the press and their two-three zone. And cut down on turnovers. Uh, Michigan's not a team necessarily that gets after you defensively. We turn it over too much. Uh, Iowa can cause turnovers. Right? Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was kind of our Achilles heel. I think part of that is uh, our execution, and part of it is our, our, our young guys trying to have a little bit more value with the basketball. Uh, you look at Trent the other day and Mark, they combined for 11 turnovers, 11, I think, of our 17. Those guys are going to have the ball in their hands a lot. So, uh, And that's kind of the, 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 the problem, or if you say kind of the, the – that there's a positive and negative of playing youthful people. I know a lot of people and fans like to see the young guys, but in, in actuality, the more the ball's in the hands sometimes, they're not as value have as much value with the basketball. Yeah. So we got to do a really good job with that. Well, you would know. You played this game, so you've experienced it probably. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably better. I'm better coaching than I was a player. I wasn't a very good player, man. <laughs> hey, Jamal, great to visit. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. Jamal Walker with us here on the Coach's Corner. Thanks, Brian. The Coach's Corner is brought to us by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. More to come from the State Farm Center in a moment. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join me and Matt McCumber. We'll take your calls and texts. You're listening to News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations.